0: What's weird about it is when you're talking to these coaches, like they want to make a good impression with you because you're projecting their image to the public. And so, like after reading that report, it was like you kind of feel ma- manipulated in a sense to where it's like, oh, like they manipulated like just the way that they talked and like you know their image to me. So then I could like put that out into you know the women's soccer space and so it was definitely weird but I just have so much respect for just what those players are doing and and the mental aspect that goes into that too because they will like fight for each other in terms of just equality and respect and um you know they'll they'll put it out to the highest level and then they'll be united in that way and on the field you know of course they're still giving 110 percent too and so there's a few different aspects in that way where you're just I'm just always so blown away by them I feel like they have so much strength
1: What's up, everybody? We're back again, day two of the United Soccer Coaches Convention, recording lots of interviews, and we have a guest on today who's a journalist specifically covering the NWSL and the U.S. women's national team, the women's soccer game as a whole. Her name is Jackie Gutierrez, and she is the owner, founder of Women Kickballs, which is a media company.
0: Yes, yeah. So why
1: don't you tell us a little bit about that, Jackie?
0: Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me on. So... Yeah, it's crazy because I actually started sports journalism when I was 17 and people know, see my face, they still think I'm 17, but it's been about like a good eight years of covering the game, and so I was always really passionate as I played it for 10 years, and then, yeah, I just got a lot of different experience with different sports publications before and during college, and then just decided to branch out and do my own work, so while I always did writing stuff at first. I've always been really creative with like just photo and different things, but kind of pushed it aside thinking it didn't relate to being a writer. Um, I was definitely wrong, but now I actually Still, do articles and write and provide free coverage because I personally hate when you have to pay for articles just to keep up with things. So, all of my content is free, and then just recently. Um yeah, a few months ago, I took a big risk and left my full-time job mm-hmm. and um, went fully freelance with Women Kickballs. And so now I have media clients where I offer custom marketing services through photo, video, graphic design. Um, as I have a background in PR and marketing as well. So,
1: Evan, are you cracking a Pepsi? No.
0: Round two, we're you not know. Sponsored by Pepsi. <laughs> oh, thirsty. Okay. I'm gonna blow out the So i that jacket. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're
2: good. Once I crack this, too. I honestly five, would have done the same five, thing. Five, At five, that five, point,
0: five, there's no going five, back. Five, <laughs> <laughs>
1: apologies, Jackie. No, apologies, no, no apologies. you're Apologies, fine. apologies. continue.
0: <laughs> no, that's basically it, yeah, just um, growing that. I just published my very first magazine, so there's it lots of It looks really stuff good, by the way. On. Yeah, it yeah, does look yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's yeah. a lot of hard work into that six months, so, um, yeah, I stay up with up to date with the national team and the uh, NWSL on a consistent basis so um now that i have two teams in california it's nice to be able to cover them so yeah that's a little bit about what i do and just kind of how things got started nice. so
1: you're based in california basically.
0: yeah so cal so done lots of driving between la and san diego so really glad to have That's a what Prius. two hours uh yeah like an hour la hour and a half san diego with no traffic okay um, we're,
2: look- we're looking to get back out to the california area okay, we're there yeah, probably like
1: two years ago right yeah, we yeah, went up to like, San Francisco, Oakland Okay. Mm-hmm. to work with some trainers out there and yeah. just cross-promote. And
0: California, stuff. it's a whole different vibe. <laughs> it <there>. is.
2: <laughs> such a nice vibe, man. Yeah. 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 I like
1: San Diego a lot.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, you got to check out yeah. San Diego. There's some good stuff over there. Yeah, so, yeah. for sure. So, um,
1: obviously, you know, you were you were a part of the women's game as a player. Mm-hmm. But what made you decide to, I guess, focus on that as a career as well outside of being a player?
0: Yeah. So when I grow up or grew up playing, um, you know, it was fun as a kid, and it's something that you do. And I've always been very competitive, and I just had that spark of just really enjoying the game. And then when I got to be a senior in high school, I unfortunately just stopped playing due to some health reasons, so mm-hmm. that was tough because it's like you spend 10 years of your life not just doing something, you know, every, like, few days during the week with practice and every Saturday and Sunday with games, but, like, my family was, like, invested in that too and it was just something that really brought us all together, so, like, it was so tough. It was really hard to, like, just go from 115 to, like, boom, back to ground zero, especially with my health. So. That was really tough. But then I've always like loved writing, reading books. I would show up to soccer practice reading books and was always just really fascinated by that element of storytelling. So I got into watching it a lot more and just decided, you know, I think I want to write about this. I have no idea what that's going to look like, how to get started, but I'm just going to go for it. And I always think it's funny because when I was in high school, I remember at 17, my like guidance counselor was like, yeah, I don't think you should do sports journalism because newspapers are a dying business. And I was like, okay, whatever, that's stupid. And then my uncle Joe at <laughs> the still same, the internet. Yeah, 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 right, yeah, <laughs> boomer. Um, <laughs> and my uncle Joe asked me the same exact question, and he said he was just blown away. He was like, Jack, we got to get you started right now, and we need to get you experience. You need to get a website, and Love he that. always mm-hmm. just pushed me. Yeah, and so good. I always think about those two responses because yeah, I yeah. definitely could have gone either way. Oh, for sure. But I've always been more about like finding a way to make it work and Mm. so like I mean I'm always working I probably have like you know 13-14 hour work days with client stuff and my stuff and I think people see what I do which is really cool but Mm. uh, they also don't see all the hard work that goes into some of that and so I think it's just important for me at least to one bring diversity as a young hispanic female in a lot of these older white men's bases and mm-hmm. um you know i'm often the youngest person in a press conference and yeah. so i want to be able to like show younger kids as well like boys and girls that they can do that and that they can put their mind to it because i never had anyone to look up to and learn yeah. from what players do mm-hmm. but i didn't and so that's like one of my biggest things is giving back in that way but yeah then too with the game it's just something where now I get to create my dream job which is fun very yeah, challenging sure. but just gonna go for it and yeah see what happens so. love it yeah. love yeah. it
1: definitely commend you for that because it's like you always have everyone that has dreams always has someone that tells them no nope or that they can't do it you right. know and mm-hmm. it's like you really want something, you just gotta go get it. Like you can't be listening to those kinds of voices. Yeah, know?
0: and someone too asked me about the magazine. I had two launch parties in LA and San Diego because they're about the teams in those markets. And someone asked me like, how did you put together this magazine in six months? And I was like, in my mind, I thought, it's not rocket science. You just need to do it. I mean, sure, it's a lot of work when it was like my photos and stories and getting ads and all that. But I literally like, bought a whiteboard from like I don't know, it was like Target or something. Put it in my room and just started. Writing out every little thing that I needed to do, um, and just sounds incredibly it. hard. It was wild. It was <laughs> yeah, so that fun. Yeah, the same <laughs> thing where I would start. It was. Start. No, yeah, because so yeah,
2: you showed me it yesterday, and mm-hmm. you haven't even opened it yet. It looks nice. Yeah, I don't want to open it. it. His yeah. yeah, that's it what some so people are saying. I need to get saying. myself one as well. That looks <laughs> nice. Yeah, I appreciate. Yeah. it I can open mine. You can keep yours on open. Yes, yeah, like yeah, split it like that. There you go. I like, I like the name.
0: Women kick balls.
2: Yeah, because it's like obviously a double entendre. It's funny.
0: Yeah, there's a funny story behind that. When I first started, I had like. Uh, under my own like work, I had two other websites I did, uh-huh. and uh, every time it was like, this is going to be the you know the main one, the professional one, and then um, I looked up domain names and buying it for this other previous site I had. Mm-hmm. It was over like two, three grand, and oh, my gosh. uncle was like, do you really want to spend that much money on a name? And I was like, no, and he was like, alright, I think you're going to have to pick a new one, and I always loved uh, Cindy LaRue. She plays for Angel City yeah. and the national team, and uh-huh. I just grew up watching her, and her personality, too, was really fun. Yeah, but she's dope. Yeah, at the time, she only really had uh, her son Cassius, and so in her Twitter bio it said, like, you know, professional soccer player, um, I kick balls for a living, and I just thought that was like so funny. Yeah, and yeah. so when I had to like sit down, you know, with my Uncle Joe, my dad, my brother, we were all just kind of brainstorming this concept of like what's the next name, mm-hmm. and I kept saying, like, women who kick balls, like, I don't know, there's something about it. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't sound like it. And then I just kept repeating it, and I was like, Woman well, kick balls. You know, it's a bunch of guys I'm around too, and they were like, Whoa, that's good. Number like, is good. Hey, it if is you're good. not offended, then I think that's a good test run, you know? Yeah, yeah. So we'll just see uh-huh. what happens. And like it, 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 like it works. It. So yeah. <laughs> Does Sydney
1: LaRue know that she was your inspiration for the name?
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I've talked to her before, but you know, mm. sometimes in those conversations, it's very, uh, you know, mixed zone or kind of press conference, yeah. mode, so it's not as mm-hmm. personal. Yeah. I might have like tweeted about it before or something. I don't yeah, know, yeah. but um, uh, we'll see. Maybe I'll, yeah. I'll tell her again Definitely when I see her. yeah, because sure, yeah,
2: that's really cool. <laughs> really cool. So you obviously said like, um, kind of, you always had a passion for uh, kind of like writing and then the sports mm-hmm. journalism and stuff. Um, is one reason maybe why you chose to do the NWSL. I mean, I'm sure obviously you told us why you chose it, but is one maybe because there wasn't a good amount of stuff out there already?
0: Actually, so when I first started, I was like all about the national team okay. because that's what I first learned about. Yeah, so the yeah. NWSL started around like, uh, gosh, 2012, 2013. And so at that time in high school, I didn't really know about mm-hmm. it that much. I knew about the national team and really followed that. And then I learned about the NWSL because actually um, she's a coach now, but her name is Bev Yanez. And she was a player for OL Reign in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And one day my mom came home and was like, yeah, my co-worker's daughter plays with Hope Solo because Hope Solo played for OL Reign. Uh, at the time, it's called Seattle Rain. And so in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, like, the player she's talking about is a national team player, and that's a big deal. And so, I'm like, what the heck, Mom? You can't just tell me this and not give me her name, you know? Yeah. So, anyway, she tells me her name is Bev Yanez. I look her up. I'm like, whoa, Bev is from Marino Valley, California. Like, that's where I'm from. It's unheard of. I've never met anyone from, like, mobile is what we call it, who was successful in soccer because I never saw that growing up. So, I just, like, DM'd her on Twitter. I was like, this is so random. She's probably not going to (laughs) respond. And Bev is so kind. Like, everyone knows her for her kindness. So, she responded. And then, like, when I was going through that time of not playing soccer, it was so sweet because I'd come home to like notes of Bev just encouraging me to chase my dreams and like sending me autographs and just things like that Mm -hmm. so I kind of then got more into the NWSL because of Bev and then learned that there's a whole world of like you know the teams and where they're at and so then I realized too with the connection of the national team and all the players at that level playing Mm -hmm. at a you know NWSL level as well it just made sense to where all the players and kind of connections are very much intertwined Mm -hmm. so it just worked out really not like naturally in that way but now i kind of prefer the enemy because i feel like there's so much talent and just gosh what they do is so insane and i have so much respect for them but i feel like a lot of people don't know about it and so like i still cover the national team but i think in general women's sports is very much like the underdog and so oh, I want for to sure. show people yeah. that as well like you know not to look over that too. oh
2: exactly i mean because even like in in women's sports like the people that I feel like don't respect women's sports are the ones that don't play that sport mm-hmm. in Like, if you watch, like, if you look at, like, the WNBA, like, the biggest advocates right. for the WNBA are the NBA players. True. Yeah. If you True. look at the MLS, like, they obviously know that, I'm sure, I mean, I don't know if they, they probably don't go to bat the same for WSL, but, like, mm-hmm. obviously we'll defend women's soccer. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I've definitely trained women that are women and mm-hmm. girls that are definitely better than I am, like, 100%. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, yeah like, and and we've had podcasts yeah, on it. Um, yeah, literally talking about the We've had several thing. players that we've trained that played at high D ones. Uh, I've tra- trained a, a few NWSL players mm-hmm. myself, right. so you know, I know I know what they're going through. And, and actually, just to shift gears a little bit, you know, when when we did have those conversations with them, of course, a topic that came up was just like the way that they're treated in general as mm-hmm. professionals. Yeah. And of course, it's no secret, like what's happened in the nwsl or what's come out of the nwsl recently obviously it's been happening for way too long but what do you know jackie
0: (laughs) that's a good question um yeah there's lots i mean it was really tough these past this past like you know year or so and then actually getting answers you're like well because yeah. you know some things but you don't mm. fully know the details and so to see the details like in front and center was pretty wild um you know i'm not a player so i can't speak on that half of it in terms of the day-to-day but what yeah. i will say in terms of being media and interviewing these coaches and interviewing these players in one-on-one settings or group settings it's tough because you only see such a snippet of their life and yeah. i think too on you know, with social media and cancel culture and things like that. Like, it's just tough because I think in general the public sees a very much snippet of their life too. But specifically with the media aspect, like there was so much that I was like really shocked by because, for example, when a coach leaves, it's just like the announcement that we get is, oh, you know, they parted ways or whatever with the club, and there's not any clarity, and then yeah. you try to get answers and. You either get shut down or there's not many, there's just not much communication there. And so to see it all was like, whoa, I actually like felt like I had a great relationship with that coach and turned out they ended up doing all this stuff that you had no idea about. And in a way it's like, I mean, not to like make it about media or anything in in general, but what's weird about it is when you're talking to these coaches, like they want to make a good impression with you because you're projecting their image to the public. And so... Like, after reading that report, it was like, you kind of feel manipulated. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. In the sense to where it's like, oh, like, they manipulated, like, just the way that they talked and, like, Mm -hmm. you know, their image to me, so then I could, like, put that out into, you know, the women's soccer space, and so it was definitely weird, but I just have so much respect for just what those players are doing and, and the mental aspect that goes into that, too, because they will like fight for each other in terms of just equality and respect and um you know they'll they'll put it out to the highest level and then they'll be united in that way and on the field you know of course you're still giving 110 percent too and so there's a few different aspects in that way where you're just i'm just always so blown away by them like like they have so much strength
2: just sucks that like you're already doing something that better than everybody else and it's already hard enough as it is so you're going to worry about winning on the field, and then you're trying to win off the field as well. It's like yeah. you just have a whole other battle you have to fight when it really should just be that one which is the most important which is on the field.
1: Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah. so do you think, like, all of this kind of coming to light and becoming public knowledge is going to change anything?
0: Yeah, I think so, for sure, because now that people know – as media too, like, I can hold the accountable when they have this action plan of what they want to do and <laughs> the different steps and I think a lot of the messages that I hear in specifically the women's soccer space is like, invest in women empower women, hire women, which is great, and I'm like, cool, do that yeah. um, also, I'm right here too, and I can do that as well, because yeah. what I love about Just Women kickballs and the community that that's built up too, is I have like several thousands of email subscribers and before games, I'll just go and like set up a table and talk to people, and so I have like genuine relationships with people and for me that's what it's all about is the people because that's what makes the sport and so um you know I have trusted followers and audience and just friends that too that I like know because of that and so I feel like we talk a lot about investing women and bringing that into the game but I think it not only has to happen in terms of the players and just you know just more diversity more representation but then too like the people who are behind the scenes, the grassroots efforts that go into it, I think that's definitely another aspect that a lot of people don't think about, so mm-hmm. there's a lot of work that needs to be done, but I think all the findings of it, yeah, it's tough to process, but it's one of those growing pains that I think needs to happen in order to move forward and to really like set the standard of what that looks like, so there's going to be lots that <laughs> I'm sure is going to be happening in the next few months and, and years to come just because of that too Yeah, yeah, it's a lot
1: well, definitely hope that things do change cuz like you said you know these players have worked so hard their whole life to get to where they at yeah. and to get there and then not reap the rewards that you thought you were going to mm-hmm. you know receive it must feel like defeating you know no. disappointing yeah. to them yeah. so i mean i think it's going to be a matter of getting more players or sorry more more people at the high highest level you know the directors owners of clubs uh getting more people involved at that level that have actually played Mm -hmm. and and have actually like uh you know gone through what these women are going through so that they can make a change for sure and you know you cover angel city and obviously Mm -hmm. they have an all-female like ownership team and it seems like that's only a good thing for the league and I am um, not. I don't know much about the San Diego Wave, but we, there is a player that is from Dallas, Jaden Shaw. Yeah, Jaden. Yeah, great. she just got a Young Player of the Year. Unbelievable player. Yeah. Oh, uh, she plays there
2: right now? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow.
1: She got oh. U.S. Women's Young Player of the Year. Yeah, she scored in her first three
0: debut in oh, wow. the Wave, too. Yeah. Oh, dang. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah incredible. Like,
1: she's, yeah. she's going to be probably the best player in the U.S. for sure in a matter of time. And, I mean, I would... Go as far as saying she could be one of the best players in the world. Yeah. yeah.
0: And two, I think it starts like, talking about the coaching aspect and yeah. leaders, building up leaders. Like her coach, Casey Stoney, does that to the team and goes above and beyond. And like you see it in a lot of players like uh, Jaden and Naomi Grima as well where like Casey goes out of her way to make sure that like she's investing in them but Mm -hmm. um, just to a point where it's like genuine as well and I've heard her talk about it and she told me too she says hey I'm not always going to get it right but when I don't get it right I hope my players can feel comfortable to communicate that Mm -hmm. with me and like if you're just open to learning like that then you're going to go so far when you already have a great you know skill set as a coach but then to have that mindset of like okay I want to make sure that you know I'm I'm giving my best to my players as well like You're working
1: with them to create the safe environment that they need
0: to be the best that they can be,
1: right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And and they're adults; they're like professionals. Like that's the way that they should be spoken to and treated, anyways. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's not just it's not just now. Like it's just if it was the men's side, it would be that way. Mm -hmm. You know, like I think the best some of the best managers are the ones that are the best man managers. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like you look at like Carlo Ancelotti, like everything he does is in collaboration with his players, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah. at that level, it, that that becomes even more important. You can't just mm-hmm. be like the authoritative like figure, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't know. I, I think that like having more women's coach, women coaching mm-hmm. those yeah. those professional clubs, yeah. like at the highest level is going to help, but I don't think it's necessarily the only answer.
2: I think it should, though. Me, personally. Yeah. I think it should be. I mean, obviously, the case for, like, like men, to do it, I think it's good, but, I mean, I think even if there's, like, a woman that her interest might not be as high as the man, I think you should just go with the woman, man. Because like, otherwise, I mean, if they if they don't start really giving all these jobs to these qualified women out here, then what's that going to show, like, the coaches here? Because there's, like, a lot of women here, probably badass women here, you know, doing all that stuff, and then they might only have an aspiration of like an academy director or a college coach where it's like, no, nah, you could actually maybe take that next step. Yeah, yeah for sure. it's weird. I had two questions. First one, I don't, I should have actually researched it a little more, <laughs> but um, I saw with the next two, the women's national team games, are they on HBO?
0: Yeah, and there's some like streaming stuff Well, because I saw
2: about. that, yeah, so I guess HBO has the rights for them, yeah. but then they can't show it in public yeah, settings. Yeah,
0: exactly, public settings. Yeah, so it it's like, you to watch it at the
2: house. I can't go to, like, like a bar and watch yeah,
0: it. Yeah, you can't be in public. Why?
1: Just because it's HBO?
0: Yeah.
2: So it's like, what's the point of them acquiring these two games if you can't watch it?
0: Money. <laughs> like anything. <laughs> ridiculous. Unfortunately. Yeah. So. That's
1: really strange. Yeah yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. And that's my whole thing, too, is, like, if you want to make the sport accessible, mm. like, actually do it. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. having restrictions, having paywalls for articles mm-hmm. or all that kind of stuff. Sure, yeah, you need to make money, but I think find a way to make it work, you know, of just where it's not... It's not an arm and a leg just to try to watch yeah, women's sports sure. or to get access to stuff. So it's just weird because
2: if that yeah. was like the U.S. men's national team game, that ain't happened. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's like that ain't happened <laughs> at all. No, it's not even coming no. close. Yeah. Imagine yeah.
1: not being able to watch a, a world cup game in, in, in a bar <laughs> yeah. or even like a qualifier for that matter. I'm burning
2: down an establishment, man. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely burning. Yeah. And then I out. guess my last one is I guess who are the I guess three. Women's national team players, you're most excited about, I guess, coming up in like oh, the next year
0: Definitely Sophia Smith. She's been killing. She's me. unreal. Yeah, just, she won just, Player of the Year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So impressed with her. Um, of course, Trinity Rodman as well. I feel like her sick. You know, started off really well, went some injuries, and uh, you know, just yeah, it's kind of tough. But then like she has so much potential, and so I know mm-hmm. she's only gonna keep getting better. Yeah. Um, the last one, gosh, this is hard, and I feel like I'm kind of <laughs> blanking because of lack of sleep and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to I think of the roster. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. A lot of stuff going on. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think another one. Um, gosh. It's the national team roster has changed so much. So it's That's like what I'm saying. Even I know. They have one up. girl
2: that just was it? Is it Sofia? Is it Huerta? Suerta? Oh, Sofia
0: Huerta, yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. probably my favorite yeah. player right now. I yeah, like her a lot. Really she's really good. good. Um, Gosh, I don't know. I don't know who my last one would be. I feel like that's Maybe a tough cat? one. Cat, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cat, that's cat? a good point. Okay. And rec- like, with recovery and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Full, like a cold, you know, man. strong cat. Yeah, mm. that's going to be dangerous for sure. 100%. And she's already... Uh, pretty soon, going to be like touching the ball with like training stuff. Yeah. So she um, tore
2: ACL, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's tough.
0: But yeah, Kat is definitely mm-hmm. a good one, another one to look out. Nice. I guess <laughs> Naomi Grimmer, I know I mentioned her earlier. But, <laughs> like she's just incredible, well as well yeah, for yeah. just her age and what uh, she's doing. Sure. So yeah, yeah, all of them are just killing mm-hmm. it, doing dangerous yeah. stuff. So
1: that's awesome, perfect. Yeah. Well, it's just like super awesome and exciting that you get to be so close to like you know those players and and the the you know the ins and outs of like the professional women's game. <laughs> You get to do something you love, which is, like, so amazing. Yeah, and, it's fun. Uh, Yeah, I just, you know, best of luck to you and everything that you're doing. I hope it continues to grow. Uh, definitely if we find ourselves out in
2: California.
0: Yeah, let me know. you yeah. got to get to a game, so it's a whole For sure. environment.
2: I know. I mean, we don't have an NWSL team in Dallas, so I'd love to go watch one. Yeah, Houston's yeah. the closest thing. Yeah. How far we, is that? Uh, I'm not going to Houston. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even going to Houston to go to Houston. <laughs> but uh, we got to work. um, uh, was it probably three or four years ago? We we're, oh, yeah, were on the yeah, stretcher yeah. crew for...
0: Oh, what? The, it was
2: the women. It was so, the a parent,
1: we used to have teams yeah. in our club, mm-hmm. a parent of one of the kids that we coached was, like, a head athletic trainer for okay. uh, some some company. And, and I guess he was assigned to, like, get volunteers to be on the stretcher <laughs> crew for the U.S. Women's yeah. National Team. There go. It was um, like a
2: gold a, cup. Yeah, it was a, a gold, gold cup. Final. Yes, they won a, they won a medal.
1: Well. Yeah. So, we, so, we watched U.S. versus Canada, like, basically from oh, the band. Yeah, yeah 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 it's not the bench it was like yeah. nice. uh-huh.
2: yeah. yeah. you megged uh, who'd you meg for the carly lloyd Nah, <laughs> i didn't <laughs> make her but like sure, you know, she got pissed for a second
1: yeah. she was she was she was she was carly like,
0: she done the hall <laughs> is
1: she really yeah Let's she's it here right. i know right yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: you know her yeah, a little
1: bit <laughs> go give her a I shout i made her
0: cry in her last like interview. Oh, yeah her, did you really her, it was like an emotional cry like from her retirement oh yeah. right, man <laughs> Wow. so
1: what happened was they were coming out of halftime right and uh, their ball boy lays out the balls for them to start moving around and stuff. So I'm like, obviously that's a ball, I'm gonna touch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know? that's like, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna kick it around a little bit. And she just kinda looked at me like, Alright man, come on, like yeah. let me have the ball. And I only did a few juggles, but then I just kinda like I don't know what I did, but just a little <laughs> flick over my head and it dropped right to her feet and she was just like, Thank you, finally, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> Finally, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was that was fun. Even yeah, like it was players. good times. Even like seeing that, the game from yeah, yeah. up yeah. that close. like, yeah, it It's different. Is, it's different. And it's it's a lot faster than I think that people. Oh, it did make so, it so much outside. faster, man. We also did the. What was it? Jamaica versus somebody else right before. It was like the third place game. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. But the difference in the score oh, was unreal. was like. I mean, unreal, mean, it, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was miles different. It was crazy but, how different yeah. it was. Um, from that game, you know lower-level CONCACAF teams mm-hmm. versus, like, the top two teams right. in mm-hmm. yeah, 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 all the action in one spot. Yeah, so. yeah for so that sure. Was, that was really fun. Yeah. Definitely uh, got to get you to get us on the field for, for some more games I like know. that. I yeah, know,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm on the sidelines all the time, so nice. Awesome. Yeah. Fun.
2: Definitely got to make a trip right. out there for sure. Yeah. So I do want to support, go watch some of these games. I mean, especially with some of these new teams that are coming out. I like the Angel City one. I want to get, um, like, a hoodie or something from there. Their, their merch yeah. is so nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's unreal. Then yeah. obviously, like Gotham's, the other Gotham's. Yeah, like, there's the
0: merch. I feel oh, like the I know, merch man. for all the teams. I'm like, oh, oh it's my so gosh. much cooler
2: than the MLS, man. I swear yeah, These I names are So only, much better.
0: Yeah, I don't only buy merch, but I eye it and I'm like, okay, like I see what the team is pretty yeah, sick, yeah. so uh-huh. I've bought a few things like yeah, this season. But I'm like, mm-hmm. dang, this is next level. So it's cool to see yeah, it grow.
2: For sure, it's sure. awesome.
0: Yeah. Thanks
1: for your time, Jackie. Yeah, likewise. All the best for you, and we'll definitely you know stay connected and help promote each other's yeah, brands
0: sure. Totally, and I'm
1: excited. So um yeah. yeah appreciate you coming on.
0: Yeah and if you all see right, uh, thanks if you see
2: Huerta tell her to tell her to get on as well. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> <for sure>. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Do. Thanks Jake. Uh,